I'm Groot. Uh-huh. I'm Groot. No! That's a really bad sign. Hello, America. How are you? Welcome to the Joel Mahalik Show. I am none other than Joel Mahalik. Thanks for stopping by and listening live or stopping by and downloading the podcast if that's what you did. So in either case, I'm happy you're here. To come and interact with us online, you can visit the website for the WQYB Radio Network at qibradionetwork.com. If you want to chat with me during the live shows, sign up at spreaker.com and log on during the show. The link for Spreaker broadcast page is available on the website and the facebook page and speaking of facebook you can find me there as well at jm talk so that's the various ways to get a hold of here us me here at the show me us whoever uh tonight i actually have a guest at the desk i just made that up i'm gonna write that down guest <laughs> at the desk I am very honored to have this particular guest at the desk tonight on the show because this is a veteran broadcaster. I am. Who has, <laughs> uh, at one time, at one time on the QIB Radio Network, was co host and co creator of the number one show on the network. That's right, surpassing my show at the time. Which boggles my mind, but hey. Uh, so, from the the caverns of Chick Chat, please welcome the absolutely lovely Sharon. Hi. Hi, and welcome back to radio. I missed it. I knew you did. I, knew I, you did. I really did. I really did. Well, I, I, <laughs> it's no lie. You, you guys I were sound the, like I'm trying to convince you or myself. I, I don't know which. I, but. Do, I don't think either one of us <laughs> need to convince him. But it is true. You guys did at that time, the short time that you had that run, yeah. out got more downloads and, and more listeners live than behind the mic at the time, which was my own I show. know. I was so. very proud of that. Uh, so was I, you know. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, the reason I say that you can join, you can log in and join me for chat when we're live is this is a taped show. Full disclosure, uh, this is being taped, and that is because, as you know, uh, my not our my Philadelphia Eagles are in the Super Bowl. So, but I have to tell you, although I am a Dallas fan, that's right. Okay. Don't Lifelong Dallas fan, <laughs> I am rooting for the Eagles. I have to, because I can't stand another can half the country 
stand, you know, the Patriots and Tom Brady. I think it's more than half the country. I'm sure it is. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I look at it as you have to represent, right? You have to represent the NFC. That's that's my take on it. Like, after everything's over and there's nothing left but the Super Bowl. Right. And as you know, mm-hmm. uh, we watch the Super Bowl every year. It doesn't matter who's in it. And then right. we usually root for the NFC. So Or the underdog. Or the underdog. And I was just talking to someone the other day, and uh, they were asking if we were going to a party. I said, no, we're actually having our own little party. And I said, we watch the Super Bowl every year, but only one other, other than 2005 when the Eagles were in the Super Bowl, the only other time in recent memory I can remember that we actually threw like a party, like cooked the food and, and were really grooving for a team, was when mm-hmm. the New York Giants played and beaten the New England Patriots. Right. I forget exactly what year that was, but that is, uh, we, we did have a, uh, um, people over, we cooked food, right? celebrated. Had a blast. And we really loved the in the final moments when the Giants won that game. So uh, typically I think a lot of people root for the NFC, and I just think there is such a, um, a hatred for the Patriots. I mean, I know they, they have a good coach. I know they have a good quarterback. They cheat, though. There's there's that and and they pay off the refs. <laughs> well, there's always two sides to every argument. Well, yeah, yeah. I have to kind of look at it from both ways. <laughs> Guests on my show can look at it any way they want, <laughs> but I I have to try to. But but I I think in this case I think a lot of people are probably uh, angry that the Patriots are there yet again. And they have this, they're the greatest dynasty in the NFL. And I think a lot of people would like to see that end. Uh, Maybe one of them, I'm surely as a lifelong fan of the Eagles, would be ecstatic if the Eagles knocked them off their dynasty. And I feel like this is going to be the year where they not only knock them off, but also start their dynasty. You know, they have some really good players signed Mm -hmm. for another couple of years. So this could be the beginning of a run. So it could be, it could be, it could be. You know, I actually don't have an accurate time on the show. Do you know how late it was that we, that I started? Let's say a minute, right? Yeah. Okay. And if it's plus or minus, whatever. 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 All right. (laughs) So, yeah, so that's what we're doing. And that's why uh, you may probably be downloading us because you're probably watching the big game. And you'll hear me on Monday morning or Sunday night or you get frustrated halfway through the game. You know where to find us. So that's how you do that. Uh, later on tonight, we're going to talk a little entertainment. I want to update everybody on Counterpart. I have an update about that. Talked about that last week. Also, later on in the show, we're going to spend a few minutes because we don't know a whole lot. But Sharon will talk, and I'll talk with her, obviously, about her big show that she sucked me into like three years ago, three, three seasons year, ago. Yeah, yeah about so, three seasons ago. So we're going to talk about that. So a little entertainment closer to the end of the show. Uh, coming up later on. But uh, before we get through to all that, a couple of things that <sighs> sifting through, just putting some things together for us to talk about. And uh, I thought it'd be great to have uh, my co writer along to help discuss some of this stuff. Uh, and basically, most, if not all, of this came from the news of the stupid. Which Ooh. is, yeah. So, <laughs> I love news of the stupid. Well, here's the first one. This 
And this is from United Kingdom. And it's about McDonald's. And not that we frequent McDonald's. In fact, we, we don't, don't we don't go to go McDonald's anymore. All, yeah, we, ever. we have stopped uh, doing yeah. that. But in the United Kingdom, McDonald's does not offer packets of mayonnaise in its restaurants. What? Yes, exactly. And Why? fans of the mayonnaise condiment have taken to social media to complain. And you know what that does. I mean, social, complaining on social media, saying anything on social media usually does gets... absolutely nothing. No, it does a lot of things. <laughs> it does a what? lot of things. It, what? What it, does it do? It at least gets you a response. I mean, Royal Farms... Well, yeah, but... I went on social... I, I took to social media after having a bad experience at Royal Farms for the second time in a row, and I went to social media. And, of course, I uh, tagged Royal Farms, you know, with the yeah. ad symbol in, in my tweet. I went to Twitter. And... Within like 10 minutes, I had a direct message response on Twitter from Royal Farms, and they wanted me to call in so they can, you know... Uh, address your Address, issue. help me through yeah. the situation. But, you know, I'm the kind of person that if... I don't usually complain once. And this happened with Taco Bell the other day. Yeah. I'll blow a second time. Now I'm writing a letter or doing something. And, uh, and also, if I've reached that point, in our relationship, restaurant and customer, hungry man. And <laughs> <laughs> if we've reached that clavicle in a relationship, I don't want coupons. I'll come back when I feel like coming back. I'm not, I don't want you to draw if me ever. in. Right. right. I don't want right. you drawing me in. Exactly. So they took the social media. Here, here's the boy with the story. So customers in the UK want more mayonnaise. Irate condiment lovers have taken the social media. And have launched a petition urging the chain to offer mayonnaise packets in its restaurants. This is reported by Cosmopolitan. In a statement... I just don't... I can't fathom why they do not offer mayonnaise in the UK. uh, In the McDonald's. I'm getting to that. I mean, patience is a virtue. Well, you know I don't have any. (laughs) In a statement to the press, McDonald's said that it does not offer the condiment in separate packets in its restaurants... In the UK, because the demand just isn't there. But I think if you have a bunch of people complaining because they want to dip their fries in it. Now, you know, when we go to other favorite restaurants of ours, like right. Burger King, we like yeah. to mix ketchup and mayonnaise. And sure. we dip our, and we we dip dip our, fries, our fries in it. In it. Right. And uh, so that they're saying the demand's not there. What Here's a quote. What we offer in our restaurants is based on customer demand. We don't currently have any plans for mayonnaise to be made available and this is according to a spokesperson at McDonald's. Now, is it because mayonnaise is not used in the UK? No, because it is still available on their McChicken sandwich. And it's uh, still available on the As a dressing sandwich. on their as a, sandwich. Yes, as, as a dressing. They just don't offer it the in the packets. The individual packets, right. So you, you can have it on your sandwich, but you can't have it on your fries. Right. And here's something okay. that the story doesn't cover. I wonder if, if you went up to the counter in, in the McDonald's in the United Kingdom and you said... Can I get a cup of mayonnaise? Because when we worked in fast food many, many decades and moons ago, right. we had people that would say that. Sure, we offered packets, but you know they, they'd rather just have it. Sometimes, you know. Yeah, they prefer a squirt in a cup. It doesn't mention whether... <laughs> uh, it doesn't mention whether or not they would, they would do that if they would offer that. So, But people have taken to social media, and they're hoping that the petition and the rage on social media... Uh, forces McDonald's to offer the condiment in a packet. Yeah. 
crazy. I mean, that, may- I, mayonnaise is a key to life. Well, to some people. But, like, if I'm, if, right, I just got all comfy and everything. Uh, If I am at a fast food restaurant, which we don't usually go to. No, we usually go to. We usually don't visit fast food restaurants. But um, if we do, and I want to break out a mayonnaise packet so I can mix some ketchup with it and dip my fries in it, then... That's what I want to do. Yeah, I mean, I dip the fries. I know the not to nuggets. do it in the UK now. <laughs> Next time we're in there, when we stop by, we'll yeah, know. right. <laughs> I dip my fries, my chicken nuggets, my sandwich. Ew. Yeah, you know that. I just I know, but just sometimes sweep some it up. things you do is so gross. You got to sweep it up, man. <laughs> sweep it up. So, uh, so in the United Kingdom, you are not getting mayonnaise packs. Wow. I okay. wonder if you can bring your own mayonnaise. <gasps> If it's that important to you. I think, yeah. I mean, I don't, I I, mean, I didn't see like numbers, like I didn't see the petition and I don't know what kind of rate, uh, outrage on social media other than what the Cosmopolitan article mentions. But I wonder, we could, because we're, we're sitting here trying to solve everybody's problems. Right. <laughs> for all the wombats in the world. You know, you can get mayonnaise in almost any size jar. They have jars that are like this big. Right. And then they have the squeezies that are like this big. You can put a squeezie in your purse or your pocket. If it's that important to you. I mean, it might be odd yeah. if you... I mean, I mean if you, if you if did I'm that. If I'm in the UK, I'm not visiting a McDonald's. You say I that. I want to visit their... You say that. Right. However, but... when we were on Martinique, which is a French island, we went to that McDonald's. I know it's because we were thirsty, but you went to no, McDonald's. That's a McDonald's because that was the only place around that had a soda. I'm just saying. None of the other stores had sodas. All I'm saying is it's sort of... We didn't go there in, to eat food. It sort of invalidates your argument. Not really. Because if you go to the UK, there's a good chance you might stop by a McDonald's. It just won't be to for buy a, pack, a soda. It just won't be for a pack of mayonnaise. <laughs> that's for sure. Right. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, what other condiments? It got me thinking. What other condiments would be? What other condiments would you pull? I that's you know that's even a dumb question because even I, even reading this story, I think to myself, why would I pull mayonnaise packets? So even if the that even if the demand wasn't great, it's such a stupid idea. Yeah. I, so yeah. so really, the, I can't go any further with this discussion, uh, which really yeah. sucks. Which really sucks. Oh well. Next. All right. Um, researchers say that Facebook may be making you unhappy and unhealthy. No, really. What? <laughs> Speaking of social media. Really. Researchers find that more people. Use Facebook, the less healthy they are and the less satisfaction they feel in their lives. Wow. The more times a user liked other posts, clicked on their profiles, or updated his or her own status, the higher the likelihood of mental health problems. Now, this is the second time. <laughs> this, this is the second time I've heard this because. Oh, my God. Think about it. And this goes back That's to. That's too funny. This goes back to my old, the old age scenario that I put out that said that. This whole social media experiment 
uh, does really no good for our social skills. No. I mean, you know, people people will... There is so much drama on social media. There is more... I'd be willing to say there is more drama on social media than there is anywhere else in our lives. That's, yeah, that's definitely like the high point. But also think about it because we're guilty of this. We'll send a message either to like... Our, you know, our, our kids down the street or even a neighbor across the street about something. Even if it's like, did you hear that? You know, was that fireworks? You think it was a gun? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so instead of going out and asking them. So my... Yeah, but that's pr- not... Sending them a, a text message is not the same thing as social media. Sure it is. No, it's not. How can what if you, you send if you send a text say, on Facebook? If you send a text on Facebook, then it is social right. media. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not talking about sending a text on I was. Facebook. I was when I when you're I, talking about messaging them through the Messenger app. With, right. Okay. Which is so the Facebook Messenger. Right. Okay, and that's the only way some people can communicate, which is fine. Okay, but. I'm not referring to that. I'm referring to the Facebook, everybody going on Facebook and turning around and and putting their whole lives out there for everyone to see. Right. I can't stand that. I I really, I, it, I don't know why it bugs me so much that people put, all their problems on Facebook. Well, I put all kinds of cool things for you on Facebook, and it takes you weeks no, to see them. And, and I understand it now because I read this report now, and I understand you don't want mental health problems. I well, I have enough of my own. I don't need more. So I, I get it now. I, I absolutely get it now. Uh, so, yeah, but I've heard, I, I, there was a similar... Research is on a couple of years ago that said the same thing, and it said the more time you spend on Facebook, then the more likely you become introverted. True, it is true. You develop mental health problems because you're you become completely dependent upon this machine. Yeah, uh, this thing called the internet. Just like you look at the the kids nowadays, they're dependent upon the phone with all the social media, mm-hmm. the games, mm-hmm. the game systems, computers. You know, every, television. Now you're talking technology, not. I am. I'm. I'm branching out a little bit. Yeah. You know, uh, but it, it. But it, it's the same thing. All of that, you know, causes mental disorders. And then what happens is um, then you start eating Tide Pods. So. Well, you know, I mean, if I ever get to the point where I start eating Tide Pods, baby, you know, please. Put me in an institution. Well, I'll tell you what. We're going to take uh, 60 seconds to breathe. And damn it, I forgot to bring something to drink. And uh, when we come back, even though we talked about it extensively last week, the Tide Pods, we got to talk about it again. So uh, that's coming up in 60 seconds from now. So I use my computer every day. I'm not even sure how I get along without it. But I wasn't prepared for a virus. A Trojan, they called it. One night I'm cruising along, and the next night I can't do anything. I was afraid it was going to cost me a fortune. Boy, was I surprised. They had me back up and running the same day I called them. I really like PC Tech Rescue, and you know what? My wallet likes them too. 
Are you troubled by computer problems? PC Tech Rescue should be your very next call. Whether the problem is viruses, hardware, software, or any other issue, they can diagnose your problem and have you back up and running fast. With more than 25 years of industry experience, you can be sure you are getting dependable and affordable service. Call today, 484-429-6061, or email us at pctechrescue at gmail.com. Welcome back. It's the Joe Mahalik Show. I'm Joe Mahalik here with the lovely Sharon. And coming to you, well, not live this week, so there goes that. <laughs> coming to you on tape, Memrex. Uh, to come and interact with us online, you can visit the website for the QIB Network at qibradionetwork.com. If you want to chat with me during live shows, sign up at Spreaker.com. Get yourself an account, log on during the show, and the chat room shall be open. The link for the Spreaker broadcast page is available on the website and my Facebook page. And speaking of Facebook, get me there as well. JM Talk. At JM Talk, but either way, it works out. You know how it works. You know how social media works. So <laughs> Speaking of social media. Exactly. See how we, we just circle around and do these things. Right. Okay. Tide Pods. I spent a good chunk last week of the show talking about the idiots that are eating Tide Pods. I and, just don't understand it. Well, then you're really not going to understand this then. Uh, because there's a new low. A new low has been struck in the Asinine Tide Pod Challenge. Apparently a popular vape trickster smoked the poisonous vicious liquid through an electronic vaping device. What? Yes. And subsequently he uploaded the video of it to social media. Like, what does that do? Well... I don't understand what the fascination is. I I don't either. For ingesting a Tide Pod. Not only that, but it doesn't help parenting any, even though somewhere parenting went wrong. But understand this. If they're going to do that for fun, you can no longer say, I'm going to wash your mouth out with soap. Because they're just going to be like, ah. Right? <laughs> oh. Anyway, the video, which has since been taken down... Because, you know, we also talked last week about how YouTube wanted to strive to be better at taking these videos down as soon as they can see them because they don't want to help promote it at all. Uh, it was originally uploaded by vape trickster Kevin Trinidad and posted to the popular Instagram page Vape Tricks, and boast that, which boasts a staggering 667,000 visitors. Oh, my God. Followers. I'm sorry. Followers. Followers. I have like three right now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you should vape some Tide Pods and maybe you get more. Vape something. While Trinidad appears to be in good health following the incident, he appears to also have received a lot of attention and backlash, to which he responded with an apology on his own Instagram. And you're going to love this. His account is Tard Ass Kitty Tit. What? Tard Ass Kitty Tit. Oh, my God. It's right there black and white for you to see that's his instagram oh so that just tells you the mental capacity of this fella tard wow so i you know i don't know how i don't know how old he how old he is but it doesn't matter because i talked about how kids He's are doing probably it. 12 according to his 
you know, uh, you don't think a, user name. You don't think a young adult came up with that? No. It, it had to have been a 12, maybe 11, 12 years old. Well. Well. <laughs> so, uh, but we talked about how it's it's kids, it's teenagers, it's college kids. And I'm thinking, oh, I, again, I don't know. I, I, I didn't look it up. Uh, I'm not going to go to a, an account called Tart Ass Kitty Tit and <laughs> find out how old he is. But, well, you know, uh, it, it, again, it goes to what are you doing? Here we are where, I, as I said, this is good, this is going to be the running theme on every show. Every show I'm going to be presenting these jackasses who would do these things. Right. And it, and it keep, it'll keep coming back to the same thing. A, what is wrong with you? Two, where did the parents go wrong? Our parents weren't there, apparently. Well, yeah. I mean... Or they were there, but not there. Yeah, maybe the parents were doing it with them. I yeah, don't know. You never know. You never know. But the future of being mm-hmm. able to wash mm-hmm. your child's mouth out with soap for saying bad things is gone. And, you know, yeah, what I'd next? Say. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Right? So, um, And <sighs> moving on... I hope I prepared enough for this. You've got to do a lot of talking. I have to do a lot of talking? Because I don't know if I prepared enough for this. You're going through my stuff too fast. <gasps> anyway, anyway uh, in, the, in, in keeping with why do kids do this, and uh, in keeping with uh, idiocy, a Memphis teen was shot in the head during a viral internet game. What? Yes. So, Memphis, Tennessee, a dangerous viral game has turned deadly as a participant accidentally shot and killed their opponent in Memphis, Tennessee. The viral game, known as the No Lacking Challenge, another challenge, oh my God. involved two people who were instructed to film themselves pulling guns on each other without pulling the trigger. Police said Sherman Lacklin, age 21, forgot the rules and pulled the trigger, fatally shooting the other participant. Oh, my God. The 17-year-old victim was shot in the head while seated in a Memphis cafe early last Thursday morning. Mm. Uh, Lackland has been charged with aggravated assault, reckless endangerment, and unlawful possession of a weapon. Now, here's the thing. Why not Exactly. at least manslaughter? That's kind of where I was headed. And as usual, we're completely in sync. My first, incl- my first thought when I read this story was... No murder or manslaughter? I mean, you know. Right? He fatally shot him in the head. Yeah. Because he forgot not to pull the trigger. Well, let me ask you this. Why is it, if it's just a game. What? If it's just a game, and I'm not by any means validating this as a game, but why would you have bullets in the gun? Right? There's another point. Common sense. Just common sense. But I'm interested, and if uh, and if you're you know a lawyer and you're listening, I'm interested in what... He's, first of all, Lackland is 21. So... Three years beyond adulthood. Adult. Right. What does he get if he's, if he's actually charged with all this? I mean, does... You know, because none of it a just sounds... A slap on the wrist. Don't you dare do that again. Do that again. <laughs> <laughs> I slapped him on the wrist. Um, 
Aggravated assault, reckless endangerment, and unlawful possession of a weapon. I, like, I th- like the unlawful possession sounds like maybe five years. The other no. ones don't sound like much. Like, no, I know. You took a life. That 17-year-old teenager is, is, is gone. He won't grow up. Uh, of course, I don't know if playing a game like this seriously uh, shortens your lifespan. I, I, again, here we are. Here we are again. Another game. I don't game. understand what these challenges. I mentioned like five of them last week. I know, but my granddaughter is watching these challenges. Yeah, and she's eleven years old. Yeah, definitely, and a what? and a YouTuber. And so. a YouTuber. I am scared to death for my grandchildren. It's a different world. It is. That's where it's a scary world out there. That's where we can be thankful that we're good grandparents. We can be thankful yeah. that we raised, uh, you know, great kids. Yeah, we did. And absolutely. Yeah, so we can take some comfort in the fact that. But our daughter does a hell of a job raising her children. But then you have does. that element of the peer thing. Yes, the peer pressure. <laughs> that's the problem. And that's the whole thing about these challenges. It's peer pressure. Yeah. You know? And you thought when we went to school, there was peer pressure about smoking or drinking or, you know, that was, or maybe smoking a little weed, but nothing like this. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's this outrageous. And you wonder out of control. And you have to wonder how how do you stop it? Because this is now like I mentioned five, maybe six challenges last week. So now this becomes number seven. This becomes this like at least the seventh challenge in two weeks. I'm talking about on the show. And will I just continue to be adding them? I don't know. I mean, what's <laughs> you know what's next? Yeah, um, I'm baffled. I really am. I don't know. I'm actually physically afraid for our future because these people that are these children that are doing these things I know where you're going are our future leaders. Yep. I mean, come on. And this takes us back also to the social media thing because they do these challenges and they post them on right. YouTube and Twitch. So here you go again. You're back to the social media thing, being involved in some capacity for the degradation of social skills. Yeah. You know? Teenagers are supposed to be outside running around You can literally blame and- social media for the degradation of our youth. Yes. Because they're doing it for the attention. They put it on Facebook to get a reaction. I agree. And that's it in a nutshell. I mean. X gets the square. Yay. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, that's that's a really tormentous story. Yeah, that's, that's absolutely horrible. I wonder if that went out over the microphone. I guess guess just in case there's uh, an issue, I should also introduce the most famous schnauzer on the internet, 
Molly is in here. Yes. And quietly, what an angel she's laying she's down. She's being such a good girl. She is. But if, if something gets her goat and she starts barking, she will make it onto the show. And the yes. show will go to the dogs. But. <laughs> so. Right um, now she's sleeping and snoring and. Yes. Chasing other doggies. So. It's wintertime. Yes. We're freezing to death right now. Yes. Of course, they're freezing more in Minnesota right now, but... Yes. But we have our fire going. And it's a good time to think about summer. It... Yes. So... And, you know, I've noticed we've been... The the longer we're into winter, the more we're dreaming about summer. Right. <laughs> and, you, uh, you know, you, you and I have had discussions about, you know, what we're going to do this summer. And so. that conversation started five minutes after winter started. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> it doesn't take long for those conversations. Can't wait till April. <laughs> so uh, I found this list, and it, it's an interesting list. But what's really interesting is the first two entries. This is the top ten cheapest places in the United States to buy a beach home. Really? So what's really surprising is the two cheapest places let me run through the list okay and this is from least expensive to most expensive okay atlantic city new jersey one hundred seventeen thousand five hundred on average keensburg new jersey one hundred twenty five thousand gulfport missouri one hundred fifty four thousand deerfield beach florida one hundred fifty seven thousand nine hundred laporte texas one hundred ninety three thousand six hundred myrtle beach south carolina one hundred ninety nine thousand Port Lavaca, Texas, one hundred ninety nine thousand seven hundred. Daytona Beach, Florida, one hundred ninety nine nine. Ocean Shores, Washington, two hundred thirty two thousand. North Bend, Oregon, two hundred thirty nine thousand dollars. What really interests me about Atlantic City and Keensburg, both being in New Jersey, being the two cheapest places on this top ten, is you and I know from living in the state of New Jersey. That is that. That's not the cheapest state, state to live I know. in. So it made me think: is is the real homes estate are, the real estate is so cheap because the taxes now? the taxes are astronomical in New Jersey. So they have to sell the houses cheap so that people will buy them. That so makes that sense. they they will buy. Into the tax system, but I think it's important. See? I think it's important I'm for people so to know. Smart. I know you are. It's important. <laughs> it's important for people to realize that they should do research on stuff like that. And in case you're thinking about buying a summer home in New Jersey, uh, do your research because uh, Sharon's absolutely right. You're going to pay less for your mortgage for your base mortgage, but then it's the taxes. The taxes absolutely killed us in that state. In fact, yeah. the taxes chased us out of that state. Absolutely. So uh, you have to do your research. There's usually a reason. And and it might be the same in some of these other locations. I mean, you know, because when I think of like Florida, well, now Florida has a lower cost of, of uh, living. But um, Gulfport, Missouri, what's that like on the Gulf of Mexico, I guess? Missouri, babe. <laughs> you just had a Renee moment. I did just have a Renee moment. Oh, my goodness. All right. So anyway. <laughs> But Myr- but Myr- Myrtle Beach, I mean, is is it the same thing there? Is I mean, because we've been to Myrtle Beach and yeah. it is absolutely beautiful. It I, is I would beautiful not, down there. I would not think that houses go as cheap as one hundred and ninety nine thousand dollars at 
the beach. Not when I was standing yeah, but in a million dollar home. Yeah, homes are, you know, three miles into away from the beach. And, you know, you're not going to get a, a home that inexpensive right on the beach. If you think about it. Yeah, maybe not miles. Maybe block. Oh, let's see what this says here. A median home person. Yeah, it doesn't say like, you know, if there's like a median how far they are from the beach. Right. It does not say that. But I don't know. Huh. Oregon, $239,000. I mean, who wants to live in See, Oregon at the as a, be uh, at a beach house? I was just going to say, when I'm thinking of buying a beach house, going to Oregon is not on the top of my list. When I think of Oregon, I'm thinking of Forks. Or no, that was Washington. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I think I He's do. He's talking I, about I, Twilight. I do, I do need a drink. <laughs> Oh my goodness, you do! Wow. Uh, so there you have it. Uh, yeah, top ten cheapest places to buy a beach wow. house. I, I I guess here in Delaware, beach houses must be no down. They got to be more than two hundred thirty nine thousand dollars. Delaware they yeah, didn't make the list at all. I know. Well, and there are some nice houses down there. I know there. The are. next time we're down in the beach area, we should find out what some like. A lot of them are condos. They're not even yeah. houses, they're condos. And yeah. see what some of those babies go for. Right. But like, you know, I mean, when I look at this list and think, I sent you pictures the other day. I was standing, mm -hmm. I was standing in a million dollar house, model right. home. Right, right. And that is not at the beach. And I asked when we're moving <laughs> in. In fact, it's like two hours from the closest beach, I think. Yeah, right. <laughs> Unless you're going to the beach on a pond. <laughs> <laughs> then maybe. But. Um, be smart because there are reasons and we can tell you cause we spent nine years in Jersey. Yeah. We can tell you firsthand. There is a reason that those houses are that cheap and Keensburg, you want to buy a vacation home in Keensburg? I don't think I've ever heard of Keensburg. We used to have pro wrestling events in Keensburg. Oh yes, we did. Yeah, I don't. I don't look at that as being a beach town. Maybe no. it's close to a beach, but I don't see it being a beach yeah. town. Yeah. I mean, if that's a beach town, so is Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Wow. Wow. Okay. There you have it. There you have it. Um, so, let's see. So, I guess when we come back, we're going to talk entertainment. I do want to talk to you about Counterpart and what happened there that brings this update. Because we talked about that last week. And then Sharon and I are going to talk about another show. And then maybe some other entertainment stuff. But, and... We'd love to find out what you guys are watching of all the shows out there in the sea of shows and shows. I mean, what, yeah. are, you, what are you watching out there? Because it's hard to make those decisions. But we are going to take like a quick one minute and then we'll come back and we're going to move into entertainment right, right after this. This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat and apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable. But how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Broadcasting from a crummy little studio in Baltimore, Maryland. This is Reality One Radio. 
see why we need your donations? Hey, we're back. It's the Joel Mahalik Show. Sharon's sitting in with me. Yay. Yay, yay, yay. Come and interact on the web with me. You can visit the website at qibradionetwork.com. Facebook at JM Talk. The show is being recorded, so pick up the podcast. Put it on a flash drive and give it to your enemies. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, that's how you get a hold of us. Uh, also, sign up for Spreaker.com. Get yourself a free account. So on live nights, you can chat call with me. In. No, we don't do call-in yet. Oh, uh, no. I might do no call-in call at in. some point, but who knows? Yeah. Not quite yet. All right. So uh, last week, I shared with you uh, about Counterpart. You know, uh, you and I, not you and I, but they and I. Oh, okay. I was going to say, because I wasn't here. Well, we had a conversation. Of course, it was very one way, because I did all the talking. But <laughs> about all the different shows on TV. Uh, you know, back in the day, there were three channels. Three channels to get your shows from, remember? Well, you had three network channels. Then you had, how many on UHF? UHF. 17, 29, 29, 48. Right. So... And the great shows, great shows. But now you have 62 million channels. And then you have all these streaming services also that started doing original programming. They're coming out with oh, series. Oh, I know, yeah. And you have web series. Mm-hmm. So you have all these choices, hard to come about. So I was talking about Counterpart, and uh, I said the same thing that you and I talked about, how they rammed it down our throats leading up to it. Oh, I know. So badly on any channel owned by stars. Right. And, and it, the the intros and the commercials looked fabulous. Yeah, and it's not terrible. But my, I really haven't changed my tune from last week. Last week I was telling the audience that it didn't feel like a first episode of a show that you wanted to knock people off their off their feet with. Uh, and I, I I enjoy the premise of what's going on with the show. Um, I think the idea is really cool, mm-hmm. but I don't think they really dive dove into it a whole lot in the first episode. Yeah, Next maybe, to no action. Maybe the first episode was just a teaser episode to draw you in. Second one wasn't much better. Oh, just kidding. Yeah, it was. You know, the second episode was sort of equally as dull. I fell asleep like in the last 10 or 15 minutes of it. Oh, no. And it wasn't for being tired because I would have gone back and watched it again. Right. And I haven't. So I expected some some hype, uh, some action, given the premise of the show, but there wasn't any. So I did say I would give it like three episodes. So and well, you know what will happen now. Is it going to hook me now? On the third episode, but so <laughs> I will give right? it. I will give it due diligence, and I'll give it uh, three episodes. But and so, other than that, we don't watch a whole lot of the series that are, we have. We have every movie channel, which means we also have all these original series, and 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 of course we also have Amazon, we have Hulu, we have yeah. Netflix, right? And we're really not watching anything on there. I did mention we have the CBS app, and I am watching, although I'm. All but the first two episodes behind on Star Trek Discovery. But 
every year there is one show that you watch and now for the last three seasons i've, I've actually gotten my entire family watching that is it, true we used to have including my grandchildren <laughs> So go ahead. Yes, and then they, and then they gave you a gift because at the end of the last season, when you thought yes. you had to wait nine months, there is a celebrity edition, which and that a lot. is Big Brother. Yes, Big Brother. Big Brother. Blah, 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 Big Brother celebrity starts this week coming up. Yeah, that's right. I know. I'm excited. I heard Wednesday the ce- celebrity list. Um, no one that I know. Oh, you've seen the list? No. Well, I was discussing it with Renee, um, and she was telling me the different people that were going to be on the show. I didn't even know that list and, was out yet. Yeah, I didn't either. And she brought it up, and I was like, uh, "Who's that?" Well, we did talk. When I we knew first found it out. wasn't going to be A listers. Right. I knew that. Right. But at least I didn't think it was going to be Z-listers. Well, maybe they're Z-listers you because you haven't heard of them. Oh, I, no, that's, that's entirely it because I've previous, never heard of them. Are there any previous players? No. Wow. No. Well, well, can we get that one? But During the NFC game, there was no list. I mean, they were still saying that the list was a big secret, and that was nearly two weeks ago. Right. Well, the list is out. Um, you know, the list of guests is what we're talking about when we say the list. Um, yeah, so, but this um, season of Big Brother it's not going to be a full season. It's not? No, it's not going to be the 120 days or 90 days. It's usually 90 some odd days. Um, I think it's going to be three weeks. Three? I, I'm pretty sure. You can't play a game in three weeks. I know. There's going to be two evictions a week. That I do know. Um, I'm actually looking... uh, The cast list right there. Well, that that might be from England. There's apparently a British one there. Yeah, there is. It's just finishing up. A celebrity big brother in in the UK. Yeah. Uh, So I'm looking to see... Okay, is it? Okay. There's the list. Okay. Uh, Adriana Gutierrez. Yeah. Brandy Lynn Glanville. Chuck Lytle. Oh, I know that name. James Maslow. Is that it? Oh, there's more. I hit the, oh, I hit the arrow. <laughs> uh, Keisha Knight Pulliam. Oh, I know. Keisha Knight Pulliam. She was a child actress in something. Marissa Jarrett Wanker. Winnaker. Mark McGrath. Meta World Peace? Is that is that on his license? Meta World Peace? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you looked at Ross Matthews. Amoroso. She was on... Oh, she's um, the bread lady. Amoroso Rolls, right? No. No. She was on... Um, Let's click it and the see. The one with the, the show that Trump did. 
What was that? Oh, from the, the uh, Apprentice. Yeah, The Apprentice. Really? Yeah. Uh huh. It doesn't say that. Well, well, at least actually, I thought that's who that it was. It doesn't actually say anything about them. It's not really a bio as much as it's what moment in your career you think prepared you for this. Nothing. Wow. So. So you heard it three weeks. Here, yeah, that's what I heard, and I heard it's half of what. The prize is half of what the normal Big Brother is, which the normal is five hundred thousand. So this is going to be two hundred fifty thousand um, dollars. But I don't know if it goes to a like a charity of their choice or if they actually win it. If it's for them personally, you know what I mean. Usually, a celebrity. Um, event like this, usually a show, goes to it goes to a charity. So I don't know. Well, yeah, it says if you look at it. So we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So ten, and there's usually how many? Two, there's going to be two evictions a week. Right, but I mean, how many? Normally, per- there's sixteen. Well, they're going to do two evictions. I don't. Is this going to it's run like five, five days a weeks. week? Is it going to do five no, days a week? It's like five. It's going to be what five weeks? Two evictions a week. There's how many 10 shows people. a week? I don't know. I'm suddenly not as excited. Oh, I, I mean, I'm still very excited. The fact that they're not but, A-list celebrities means nothing to me because we don't know any of the people that go on there anyway. So right. really not knowing any of the celebrities, doesn't that doesn't change it for me. But I don't know. The shortened schedule seems kind of weird. Yeah. You know, the, the, well, that's what so they we'll did um, at the end of last season when they did the... Um, um, what was it that they did? Remember at the end of the last regular season? Yeah, they did the regular season, then they did something in the fall. Oh, that's right. It was uh, it was on the web. The yeah. web only. Big yeah. Brother. The Big Brother. I don't know what it was called. I forgot. You watched uh, it, right? I kn- well, I watched several episodes. I didn't didn't watch the I, whole thing. Yeah, I watched one, and I just it didn't feel the same to me for some reason. Right. I don't know why. It was, but I, yeah. Again, and I never went back to it. I, you know, but the one on TV. You know, I, I, I really this enjoy. Hopefully, be different. But now, we need two evictions a week. Is that two different nights, or are they going to do double evictions every night? Which is where uh-huh. one person's evicted from the play of the week, and then the other person's evicted in like an hour of play. I don't know. And this is telling us nothing. I'm on the official Big Brother site for Celebrity Big Brother, right. and it's telling you nothing. No, it's it's a big secret. You know what it says when under the section about Celebrity Big Brother? What it says: contestants with 87 cameras and 100 microphones, 24 hours a day. Right. Well, where have I heard that Recording their every move 24 hours a day. Yeah, well, I mean, you know. Each week, someone will be voted out of the house with the last last remaining house guest receiving receiving a grand grand prize. prize. Uh, Okay. Tell me something we don't already know. Uh, I don't know. So, uh, so we are excited about that. Uh, That will become a routine thing, even if we have a DVR. Right. Um, And... I don't know. Like I know the, Olymp- the Olympics. I think do they start? They start this week. I don't follow that. So well, I you know. Well, know. you know. There's a couple of things in the Winter Games I like. So I, I know, but I don't honestly. I don't follow the Olympics. 
So I don't even, I don't know what years they're on. I don't know where they're playing. I don't know when they're playing. I know they're playing in the winter time because they're winter Olympics, but that's all I know. That's all you know? That's all I know. That's all she knows. That's all. <laughs> so I, I know that they've either, either started, I don't think they've started, but I think they're going to start this week also. Maybe. And I know, like, curling is the one event I'm really interested in. in yeah. The, in the Winter Games. I right. love curling. Right. And the problem is, is because they're always in some foreign country, I think they're in South Korea this time, I think. So you have to watch, and if you really want to see something, you may have to find out that you have to DVR it in the middle of the night because they're on the other side of the world playing them. Right. And so that really messes up the schedule a lot, actually. Hmm. But you can go on Facebook at JM Talk and tell us what you're watching. Try to convince me to watch something. Your show, whatever show you love, convince us we need to watch it. Yeah, because I get that all the time. Absolutely. At work. Why aren't you watching this? Why aren't you watching that? And a lot yeah. of it is time. Yeah. A lot of it is time. But then again, it's, you know, if I sit down and I watch the first episode and I'm not intrigued, yeah. I may not come back. Right. Because right. because it because now you you're establishing a schedule and a relationship with the show. I mean, you know. And, right. And then we forget that it's on, when it's on, what day it's on. Even what if we DVR it. No, 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 no. Even if we DVR it, like we DVR Outlander. Right. Okay. And we still haven't caught up. Have not gone back to finish what now we're uh, a season and a half behind, if, right. if not more. I've lost track, and mm. that's on the DVR. That is still being recorded, even in with the reruns. Yep. So our DVR is filling up with the likes of Outlander, and we still haven't just said, "Let's sit down." We need to watch it. Yeah, but we'll ha- we'll have to go backwards a little bit just to bring ourselves back up to speed. That's the only yeah. thing. I'm going to have to do that. Yeah. Uh, so that's a good one if you if you're really into history and time travel. Mm-hmm. That's a really good show. Uh, a little hard to watch sometimes. You know they they really they, they struck some really tough themes. Uh, but then again, you know, it really uh, uh, speaks to a the, good the, the, show will do that. Yeah, though. it speaks to the brutality. Yeah, because yeah, you have <laughs> shows like Counterpart, which I'm leery about continuing, and then you have stuff like I was introduced to one episode of Twenty Four way back in the day. Right. And I watched four seasons of it in one summer to make sure I was ready for fall for like the next season. Right. That's a show that will get you going, what? Oh, that was, oh, that was a timer. (laughs) I was like, what's going on? Right. Am I being electrocuted? We're being invaded (laughs) by aliens. (laughs) (laughs) But now in kind, 24 came back and I watched... Two episodes, maybe three. Didn't you say that was stupid? It's, uh, I just couldn't get... Now, I know Jack Bauer wasn't back, I and that didn't bother me as much as other people. I said, you know what? Okay, if you get a good lead, right, then it'll be all right. Right. But that just wasn't good. And same thing with... Um, uh, what was the show? CSI. It's the original CSI. Awesome. CSI Miami. Great. CSI New York. Awesome. Then they did CSI Cyber. And I watched two episodes of that and couldn't go back to it. The premise was great. You know, it was the FBI Cyber Crime Division. Right. I was all into that because of right. my background. But the acting. And they had 
they had people who have won awards for acting. Right. And the acting was terrible. And that, for me, ruined that show. What mm. do you think of that? I try not to. It hurts. Well. <laughs> <laughs> well, before I close out, I should thank you very much for coming in and being my guest at the desk. I like that. Yeah. And you can... You, You're quite welcome. You can be a guest at the desk all you want. Okay. <laughs> If it was fun. It was it was fun being back on the on the radio. Mm-hmm. Yep. I had a good time. And now I'm putting. And it. I hope you out there had a good time. Yeah. Write us if you did. We're, and I, I got some really great compliments about the show. We're three episodes in now, and uh-huh. so I, I'm ecstatic at the at some of the feedback about it. And I have a big announcement coming up, hopefully in about another week or two. Uh, about things going on here, so you'll want to be around for that. Of course, I'll blast it everywhere when the details come out. So that's going to be awesome, but it was really lovely being joined by the lovely Sharon. 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 (laughs) (laughs) All right. I want to remind everybody on how you can get a hold of me if you want to come out there in... uh, uh, online land and that is at the website for starters for the QIB network at qibradionetwork.com if during the live show you want to chat with me and any of my guests who may be at the desk then sign up for a free account at Spreaker and then you can log on to that free account during the live show and the chat room will be open Visit the Spreaker broadcast page by getting the link, which is available on the website and the Facebook page. Facebook is available. Just go to the page at JM Talk over there at Facebook. And, hey, post. Post a message for me. Let me know you were here. What did you think? Uh, Etc. Want to wish uh, the Philadelphia Eagles, who are playing the New England Patriots, if you have been under a rock and don't know that, uh, I want to wish them much love and much success tomorrow as they close out their incredible season. And we are looking forward and feeling good about the fact that they will be bringing the championship home to Philadelphia. So much love and and good karma and good thoughts and prayers and luck to them. As Nick Foles takes on Tom Brady out there in very, very cold Minneapolis. So, uh, you're probably watching the Super Bowl, so you can visit the page uh, afterwards or the next day or whenever and grab the episode in on-demand style. And then you can download it. You can play it right off the website at Spreaker.com. That's our broadcast partner. And then you can copy it to a CD, flash drive, take it to work, put it in the car, Whatever you want to do. And remember to send your feedback along to the Facebook page. So until next week, and we will be live when I come back next week. It will be a live broadcast, and we'll have some more interesting things to talk about. And we'll probably have to talk about more kids doing more stupid, dumb things. But that's okay, because (laughs) that'll give us something to talk about. In the meantime, I'm Joel Mahalik for the QIB Radio Network, and thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week, folks.
Hey, Willie.